And now for something completely different. Four, three, two, one. Hi. Welcome to the future. Remember, no guts, no galaxy. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 176. I am your host today. Unfortunately, Darren is not with us. Darren, I hope everything gets better and uh, we will see you very soon, Mama Bear. Uh, but today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2019. And just want to say welcome to everyone out there. We've got a great podcast lined up for you, a very informative one, and one that includes pants, which is really good. Uh, but don't forget, guys, support is uh, brought to you by you guys, our viewers, our listeners, our patron, our Twitch subs. If you guys want to support us, consider doing one of those. Uh, and of course, you can find all information down below or click on that sub button. We have three guests today. You can see one of them, and that is, uh, well, we said he'd be back. Just call me Ash. How are you doing? I'm uh, pretty good, mate. How are you? How are all the viewers out there? Yeah, man. So uh, welcome back. Uh, we've also got uh, Crass. And uh, Crass, how are you doing? Excellent. Thanks for having us. Uh, so Crass, just so everyone knows, uh, pronounce your full alias. My alias is Krasno Pesky. Okay, there you go. Just for everyone out there, it's not as difficult. <laughs> but I'm still going to call him crass, all right? Um, <laughs> just so I don't butcher it. And, of course, uh, last but not least, we've got uh, Live. How you doing, man? Yeah, not too bad yourself. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm glad to have you guys on here. Um, hopefully, we're going to um, sit down again and talk more later on. But let's talk about the topic uh, before we really get involved here. Uh, this, uh, obviously, podcast is going to be talking about the MWOC Championship Series in 2019, um, brought to you by... You guys, the community, community members, uh, MWOC is is we're not we're we're that's old that's old. We're going to be talking about the new. Uh, so this uh, podcast is going to be breaking down information for you guys out there. Uh, how to get involved? What is it? Rules, expectations, uh, prizes, so forth and so on. So, um, anyways, uh, without further ado, uh, Ash, we we we've sat down and talked, or I've sat down and talked with you. What's up with that? Every single time we have on you, Darren's not here. I don't know what's up with that. Um, <laughs> maybe he doesn't like me i don't know i don't, I don't know. know something That's, going on there right <laughs> thanks darren um uh but uh, a little him off. right yeah i'm scared him. <laughs> a little bit of an elevator pitch who are you and and the comp scene just give it a quick breakdown um so someone out there may not uh know about you uh, oh, well, I, I am all chin and that's about it. No, <laughs> more seriously, um, myself and the other guys here, uh, well, also the other two started up MWO comp, um, because uh, other comps sort of scenes were sort of dying uh, a little bit and uh, we want to have a little bit more of a creative license to, I guess, run tournaments how we wanted them um, and change up a bunch of rules. And um, yeah, since then we've had 8v8s, we've had 3v3s, um, there's other tournaments that have been run off the back of MWO comps. So there's been like 2v2s um, and uh, 228s ran another comp. So, you know, MWO and comp is definitely alive and, and kicking. And then uh, we, after this year's announcement that there'd be no worlds, we sort of said, well, we'll do it ourselves. So here we are. All right. And of course, uh, nice shirt you got there. I can see the yeah, very, pretty very good, top, huh? right? Yeah, nice, yeah. yeah. Um, Quite right. that last year. <laughs> uh, Crass, uh, what about you? Um, did he miss anything, uh, your involvement with the comp scene and so forth? No, no. I think it's pretty, pretty covered at all. We started it up and we've run a whole heap of comps and now we've um, been recently opening it up for other people to run comps and use the platforms we've created. So the disc, the Discord with all the 
um, comp people inside it already and we've got a few Twitch channels, one of which feeds straight off the MWO Mercs website. So just being able to utilize that platform and get, you know, get their, I suppose, a, a wider audience. And that is twitch.tv forward slash MWO Leagues. And of course, we'll have links for all this stuff in the description below. What about you, Live? Like, I say, we've got oh, like yeah. a thousand people on the Discord already. Like, yeah, it's quite a, bit it's of a big community. Yeah. yeah. The only thing to add to that is like, it's not just us three. We have a huge input from a lot of the community. I help out with artwork, streaming, casting and all that. So it's not just us. It's pretty much everyone that wants to get involved. We're always willing to help. And, and get help so if you want to help contact us i was going to say speaking of graphics i like a lot of your guys artwork very intuitive clean crisp very professional looking just want to toss that out there i don't know who's doing it or if there's kiwis. a group of yeah that'd be the kiwis cat, cat mainly it's 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 it's, it's nice so uh the, Aussie all, the aussies organize and then the kiwis design <laughs> it's, it works exactly out pretty well <laughs> yeah so um wow okay so let's uh back up here obviously if, if if you don't know uh for the past three years we've had uh world tournaments uh, and this is the first year that it's not being hosted by piranha games directly and so um as soon as that word came out um you guys pretty much jumped at the uh chance um and you know obviously we wanted to provide as much support behind the scenes and like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. We're not going to have this. Would you guys be interested? Um, so this is going to be the first player run world tournament. That's it's and support via prizes and stuff. And we'll get into that uh, later. Um, difference being is there's not going to be any money um, just to clarify out there for everybody out there. No prize pool. Uh, it's just, uh, just just to check, not yet. Won't, not, yet. Any, not yet. There, there won't be any prize pool from PGI, yes. but there, there will be some sort of monetary prize pool. I think we're up to nearly a thousand bucks already, just from the community yeah. donations and stuff. And we've got a, we've actually got sponsorship proposals that we're sending out to people like Nvidia and other yep. bits and pieces. So yeah. we're working on it. How much we just, end up with? Yeah, just to clarify, it wasn't from PGI. Yeah. Yes, as far yeah. as that, yeah. but they are providing uh, in-game rewards as well. And uh, of course, we'll have to find out more. Um, we'll let you guys know uh, if they find out about sponsorships and so forth. But as of right now, all right. So let's go dive into this. Um, Last year, uh, Ash, we, we talked a bit about it. It was interesting. I know a lot of people were torn about mm. the format of the tournament and uh, stock mechs um, for what it's worth. Um, but I yep. actually had, I did have some people at that tournament that mentioned that they liked all some of it. So uh, tossing that out there, teach his own. What is different? You know, is there like an elevator pitch, like just a high elevation? What is different as far as the rules and, and structure compared to like last year that you guys went after? Well, we're essentially going back to 2017, let's say. So basically it's open mech bay. It's open mech lab. You can do whatever you want. There's no stock mechs um, or any limitations around mech choice selection or anything like that. Whereas 2018 was obviously stock mech mode and... It was IS2, so, you know, no clan tech, no mech lab. Um, you could skill tree around, but that was it. So we're basically going back to um, Comp Evolved 2016, 2017, full customization. Um, and the difference is we're running, uh, as we're not running a tournament client, whatever balance changes occur on live, whatever mechs come out on live during the comp, 
can use it. So the comp will actually change a little and evolve a little. I mean, you've got like Rifleman 2Cs coming out in like October from memory um, and other things like that. So you can actually keep using and adding and changing um, the dynamic of it as we go rather than be locked into a patch, say, I think it was around like April. Yeah. Very early, early, something like that. Very yeah. early iteration of the game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. by the time the guys are playing comp in December, you're playing on a server version that's six months old and you've been practicing on the live server and, you know, yeah. it's six months, a lot can change. But yeah. not right now. Granted, there's not too much balance changes now, but in back then, a lot was lot was changing. So these, this time, it's just going to be more what you see in the live environment is what we're playing on. That's what you get. Just, now, just, to, add, just to add in there, yep. um, I know Ash said we're sort of reverting back to the 2017 in terms of the mech choices and having the mech lab and everything. But we have kept um essentially the overall structure and format of 2018 okay so in regards to the 480 tons and three of one weight class so rather yep. than the 2017 which i believe was two 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 yeah it was two 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 yeah stuck with the 480 tons of last year gotcha yeah yeah that that locking in um that was difficult because like on one hand you know i was a proponent by the way to just say hey just as the balance comes out just let the, the comp teams will evolve. But then like on one side too, it's unfair, right? Because like guys who are earlier in the tournament who maybe got booted out or whatever, like it, it's like, you don't want to throw a wrench, but uh, that mean that basically locked you guys into practicing really on the, the I guess the, the tournament client throughout, you know, like you couldn't rely on the, the just, you know, let's just say group play, um, just in public matches like you can just hop in there be in the mechs that you're going to for maybe a tournament play just to you know again keep up to date and get used to how they feel and how they fire and all that you couldn't do that as much because they literally the weapons were different right or a mech didn't have a quirk or something like that so i like that change that you guys have made well especially when last year with stock mode <laughs> right i don't know i don't know about anyone else but my team certainly didn't didn't run stock mechs into into the group queue or anything like that to practice with them. Oh, two two eight did. I know two two eight did. I don't think, think Black Watch did, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like others. it would have been pulling akin to pulling teeth, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very, yeah, <laughs> it been like, quite frustrating. I yeah, you know, it was surprising because I remember everyone ran into a bunch of guys, and to be fair, in like pug play, even with groups, like they didn't do too bad because again, a good player, you can't like. That's, you make it work, right? Yeah, you if make it work. Top and, 100 player or something. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, you're like, hold on, is that a stock build? It is. And then it's like, all right, well, all right. So, even some, me with a stock build. <laughs> even in like, some comp matches. Guys, we really like, have to win this one because. <laughs> <laughs> even in some comp matches, you know, I'm walking backwards into a fight because I've got more armor on my butt than on the, on the front, <laughs> you know? Awesome Literally, I'm like, up, guys, I'm walking back backwards. Armor. Let's go, you know? Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, what do you, what? I'm like, I got more armor on my butt. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's interesting. It, it was it was definitely to me as a viewer, I guess. Like last year was interesting just because from like a viewership, like watching the the streams because they were slowed down quite a bit, it made it a little bit more enjoyable of like what was going on, right? And uh, but obviously, you know, from your guys' perspective and stuff, being able to take anything and then customize it, right? Not just lock down to like, okay, well, this one. Because really, it came down to there, there was there was only a handful of chassis anyways. And then even with this, you guys still narrow it down as far as variants that and play styles that are used on certain maps. Speaking of maps, um, 
Who mm. chose? How did you guys choose the maps, and can we reveal what maps? Live, this is your one, dude. I don't yeah, know how is... I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm staying out of this. Throw, throw it live under the bus for that one. Yeah, that's it. Live, you're done, dude. That's it. <laughs> we had it open to a lot of the um, top level team from last year. I had a discussion. Uh, wasn't going really anywhere. So I just picked the top five that were most talked about or least talked about. So. <laughs> And uh, any team that complain, it's like, too bad, you're meant to be good. Just get it, get it going. Um, <laughs> for the first map, we've got a pool of five, Canyon Network, Alpine Peaks, Tourmaline, uh, Caustic, and uh, Mining. Wow. Okay. So, you know, you can so you, we told you you were going to throw him under the bus, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, for the, the map selection, to be fair, um, the only main, I suppose, complaints we've had on the Discord was about Caustic Valley. Um, but when you look at the maps as a whole, there is sort of there's sort of a map that does, you know, a few different things. So you've got Alpine Peaks, for instance, which for everyone who loves their blue lightsabers, they can ER large those a trade forever. If you're more of a brawly team, you can, you know, ban that one and you can aim for getting something more like mining collective. And then there's other classic balance maps like Canyon where you can sort of do a lot of different things or Tourmaline Desert where there's a lot of different strategies available. Yeah. I'm, and there I'm, are, it's not just about like, I mean, we'll probably get to this a little bit later too, but it's not just about say the top five teams as well, you know, like hopefully if we get 30, 40 teams showing up, which has been pretty consistent for the comps that we've had so far around 30 to 35 teams, some of the more casual teams may well enjoy playing on Caustic. So it's trying to also balance that out a little bit around. Yeah, that's right. Everything yeah. catered to everyone, all yeah. teams of all different skill levels. So um, why not throw you know wrench in? I mean, we've seen Canyon on every single. We've seen Termaline on it. Why why not be like you know what? we've had enough of those? Yeah, we understand you like them for certain reasons. Why not get rid of those and throw in stuff like uh, some of the let's just say newer maps? Uh, um, you know, like there's you know, a couple of problems or something like that. Well, Rubelite was a strongly discussed one, um, but things like Solaris, it's a super pain in the ass. Well, while it's a fun map in some respects and stuff, it's really a pain in the ass to cast because yeah, of the can, buildings yeah. blocking everything, right? It's really, yeah. really bad to cast. And other maps like River City um, and some of the others are very inherently unbalanced. Like they are yeah. not balanced in a competitive scene. Um, certain teams and sides get very, very big strategic advantage. So. A lot of these maps are the most neutral. I mean, look at Canyon Network. As someone else said, it's like the DE dust of MechWarrior. Yeah. You have to have it. Like yeah. it's the all time yeah. classic. We, we did look know? at we did look at replacing Canyon Network with um Hibernal Rift. Gotcha. But essentially from the discussions that that have been that had taken place, it was decided not to go with it. Um still I suppose concerns over the visibility, the yep. brightness of the map, yeah. um different things like that. Um, another one was, well, getting back to Solaris City, there's still a bit massive problem with frame rates yep. for players, even in yeah. 88. No, yeah, um, totally. yeah. And, and you can't watch with... that with the, the, the spectator cam wouldn't, wouldn't be very good. So I, I could totally understand. I, I guess yeah. I was more or less asking just sort of the ash you answered, which is people that were watching the tournament, like, why do you guys keep picking the same two fucking maps, you know, over and over again? It's mm. because uh there was reasons or there was reasons why again river city whereas if a team gets a certain spot it just has a huge advantage there's no way to like fight around it that's what you guys have basically found on some maps that i guess that's what uh, you were crimson saying. same thing crimson straight is even worse like and again i mean there's nothing against the map in quick play and and you know faction or whatever you can do whatever you want on it but 
for competitive the way competitive plays out if one side has too much of an advantage you can't you can't do that because yeah. every team's just going to ban it when they're on the team one or the team two side so what well, why Crim- crimson straight's a perfect example of that if you get yeah. if you get island side you've got overwatch of four caps yeah, yeah. whereas the other team has one yeah one so it's <laughs> like can't it's just, do anything if yeah. you're that team if you're island side team like you 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 try and get that map every time and if you're not you just insta ban it yeah so it becomes a sort of a, a moot point in that in that regard. And I mean, throwing caustic and, and stuff in there too. Don't forget, there's two map bans, right? Like, there is a little bit of strategic gameplay in which map are you going to ban and which are you not. Like, teams will know what they want to play on and what they don't. So there is that little cat and mouse game in there too, like almost like a bit of a mini game within the game. Gotcha. Um, okay, so maps. You guys have already mentioned mechs. It's everything. Uh, and that includes uh, Hiramax. Yes, correct. All right. So there it is. So everyone knows. Which is a bit new well, for comp. Yeah. Not necessarily Worlds, because you've always had the tournament client, which is always unlimited MC and all that sort of stuff. So you can do whatever you want, bring whatever mech you want. Um, but a lot of normal leagues is like, well, we normally ban heroes, um, like the sort of casual leagues and stuff. Well, non-PGI leagues, I guess. Um, simply because most people don't have them, but given the sheer amount of MC lately being given out over the last 12, 18 months. Um, and a lot of heroes really don't provide a like an unfair advantage. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's actually pay the to main win point sort of there. stuff. Like we've, we ran limited hero mechs during MOR earlier in the year. Yeah. And based on the statistics of that, there, there aren't really like overpowered hero mechs that would create a pay to win, you know, sort of. There's scenario. no more Dragon Slayer era. You know, back yeah, in the day. yeah, that, mm, yeah. Moment, there's not yeah. really like there's not really one particular hero mech that's crazy of a power, and it's just like if you don't have that, you're gonna be such a disadvantage. It doesn't really exist at the moment. You know, it's interesting. And the feedback with... was good too. All teams said that they loved it. Like even the low yeah. to high school teams, everyone said it was a great addition. And if it gave them an option to bring an extra mech that they had in their mech bay that they hadn't used in comp and they could, they loved doing it. So yeah. why not, right? Yeah. yeah so positive feedback from it too. I feel like some yeah. of you um old salt dogs as far as the leagues have been around for a while have an advantage when it comes to alpine because a lot of the recent ones haven't had that map at all and you guys have played it's so it's so funny just in even group and solo play people have forgotten how to play that map like and and the the high positions let alone it'll be interesting to see how it plays out at the higher level uh with all the new tech you know and max that we've had as well so yeah, I'm yeah we're in we, MOR. We did have that, it in MOR, yeah. yeah, and it was some really good matches on that from all levels as well, not just necessarily the high, high, yeah, high we had some guys brawling and you know charging across two thousand meters of, <laughs> of open <laughs> land to brawl and then somehow pull off wins and, the, and then it win, was some yeah, crazy games with man. the brawl it was and really Alpine. Good. Yeah. yeah, it was some crazy, crazy stuff was going down. I'm looking forward to casting it all because that's what I'm going to be doing this season. I'm not playing, so I'm looking forward to that side of it. It'll be great. There's always some good matches in there, always. Well, and, and I feel like that's something to point out is the, the comp scene in general. And this is something I, I talked to you um, a lot, actually, on stage, afterwards, so forth, yeah. which was last year, it just it felt different. It felt more positive. You guys, I mean, again, the other the team supporting each other, even though they're your opponents and like, you know, you were so happy for the other teams. And, you know, you see, you see a lot of people out there, that's, that's how they're acting. And I feel like that's something, if you enjoy that sort of competitive nature where there's still, of course, banter and like, you know, competition, but, um, it's, it's just fun to see. So, you know, um, if someone hasn't experienced that they're, you know, they're listening to this podcast, they're like, you know, I have a group of guys, 
Um, what are some things that you guys maybe have watched and learned by participating that they need to know? Like the time commitment would probably be a big one, right? To, to something like this. Yeah, um, yeah. Time in terms of time commitment, it really depends on the teams. Some of the high end teams put a, a lot of time commitment into it, and you often see them scrimming, you know, multiple times through the week. Other top top level teams, uh, cough Eon, don't don't put as much lobby time in, but still get excellent results. So even if you don't have too much time, the comp queue will be opening soon. Do you? Ex- when is the li- the date exactly live for the comp queue opening? Give me one sec. Yeah, get it. Um, I think it's meant it, to be next week. Yeah, it's it's, it's very soon. It's very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very soon. Um, it'll be open only for two days, so there will be a bit of a time constraint just to ensure that we get adequate matches in that. It'll be on a Thursday and a Saturday. But I mean, I can see teams doing well just, you know, getting together and playing a few games on one of the comp queue nights. I don't think it needs a massive time commitment. So, if, go ahead. I was going to say, just from a, how, how do you approach it kind of thing? Like, if you're a casual team, say, look, you know, if we're going to not practice and not put in a lot of time or effort, then be realistic about the outcome. Like, you're not going to yes. finish first. You know, that it, it is what you put in is what you get out of it. And if you go in there just to be a casual team, have some fun, play some games and win a buttload of MC and in-game prizes and stuff as a casual team, make sure you go in with that attitude. And, you know, you're going to lose a few games here and there and just go, okay, cool, we lost a few, we won a few, but did we have fun? Yeah, overall, we played mech, we played it in a different format to NASCAR rotations in quick play, and that's it. That's how you have to look at it. Like, yeah. set the expectation at the start. What do you want? How do you want to do it? How much time are we going to put in? This is the expected result. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to take our first yeah, exactly if we don't right. practice. It's just, that's it. Gotcha. And and speaking of, like, uh, investment too, time investment, what about people or... What is your roster? How does that work? What are the rules for that? I guess because that's really important too. How many people do they need to have, and can they yeah. do substitutions, so forth and so on? Can you guys cover that? Yeah, it's the same as um, previous years World Championships, well, the previous two years. Whereas it's a the roster limit, I suppose, is twelve in the, the comp queue, but you can you can move people in and out of that roster. So essentially, while the comp queue is going on, essentially have an unlimited roster. Okay. So as many as you want. You need you need a minimum of eight to play. It's eight v eight. So you need at least eight people. Um, any more is a bonus for subs and people not turning up and such. Uh, when the comp queue does finish and we go off into the playoffs, then you'll have to lock to twelve people. So you have to select twelve if you make it through to that stage. But yeah, eight's the minimum. Okay, and then yeah, so, go ahead. Sorry about that. The uh, comp queue um, opens on the twentieth of August, then closes on the fourteenth of oh, wow. October. Uh, patch days, so pretty much PGI yeah, patch But the days. actual, yeah, the first night of comp queue won't actually be the 20th. It'll be, the, you can start forming your teams in the comp play button in-game on the on the 20th after the patch. And then the first night comp queue will be open for matches is the 22nd of August. That's right. Yeah. Thursday. Yep. And just on the uh, team environment, we have a lot of Div B, no, Div C, Div D teams that just play for fun. They just get a group of mates and just have fun. And, and some of their matches especially watching casting matches, probably the better matches than the uh, Div A ones because they're always close. Something so, always yeah. happens and you just don't go, hang on, what is what is this? Something interesting. <laughs> what is going yeah. on? Yeah. It's interesting crazy. builds yeah. and strategies. Yeah. I mean, so some teams last year went 10, yeah. 10 wins and like 30 losses or something. But, you know, they said, look, we don't care if we lose. Um, and look, that's probably coming into 
maybe the format more of the tournament, that a lot of the top teams are not actually going to be playing comp queue. So the stomps that have happened the previous years will not happen this year. You will not have EMPs, the Eons and stuff in comp queue smashing the Div D level casual teams because um, we're running an invitational to um, the, was the top 12 teams, I think, from the last two, two years. Two invitational tournaments. Um, yeah, there's been, it's, it's actually expanded to more than the top 12 because a few teams from last year have sort of collapsed or merged and such. Okay. Yep. Well, let's let's go dive into maybe the format a little bit because uh, yeah, I feel like that's an important talk. thing because it it would probably be really discouraging, especially last year and previous where you're playing, you know, you're a casual team. Maybe you want to get some experience. You want to have some fun and, hey, you never know, but you're just getting Rickworld 24-7. You know, that's, that's probably... Well, I know that's discouraging, let alone... Uh, frustrating, let alone, uh, why are we doing this? Like, you know, like, uh, that's dude, not it's fun, right? Morale breaking, right? right. Like, and that's why yeah. we've done it this way and okay. taken a lot of the top teams, well, not taken them out, but giving them an auto qualifier through invitationals. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, it's not necessarily an auto qualifier. They still need to qualify, but yep. we, are presu- we are presuming that the top teams, as they have done in past years, will continue to sort of sit at the top level and will qualify. Gotcha. These t- and then once you've qualified through these invitational tournaments, the teams that do qualify uh, are not going to be playing comp queue. They've already already have placements to the playoffs. So you won't have those instances where, you know, like Ash said, you're getting matched up against EMP over and over again. There will still be strong teams definitely in the comp queue because not mm. everyone will qualify for these qualification tournaments, invitational tournaments. Yeah. But there won't be those the, the very top top teams will not will not be present there okay so with the format change you guys are hoping to achieve a little bit more even kill you know, key or even kill i guess sort of playing field or, or chances out there i mean is that sort of the goal of the change is to make it a little bit uh, fair it's more more to give the not the top four teams a chance to have a bit of fun and and enjoy comp um Equal, uh, all our comps have been, you know, giving the low teams, mid teams a chance. You know, everyone has fun. So removing that, it removes, it adds more fun to, to, to teams that are just doing it to have fun with their unit mates and have a beer and go crazy. We're, tr- we're trying to make it com- more competitive for everyone, essentially. Gotcha. It, it, does, it does become a bit difficult for something like Worlds where there aren't divisions. With past tournaments we've run, like MOR, that we have a divisional system. Know, sort of uh, strives at putting teams against like likewise opponents. Yeah. With a format like Worlds, you can't really do that just by the nature of it. Or sen- you could, but not with like a when you're going to play in like a comp queue sort of situation. Yeah. So we've sort of tried our best to work out a system that'll make the games that are played in the comp queue more competitive. And, oh, we think and, it will. And, and we think it will fun, work. So as a result, we we believe that it should do quite well. Um, and then, yes, you know, the, the lower school teams won't be as easily discouraged by, oh, shit, we just lost 8-0 the last 10 games. We're now 0-10 and 10 and our games are all 0-8 for kills. Yeah. Hopefully a lot of that will be reduced. Look, it's not, it's not perfect, right? Like Chris said, it's impossible to be perfect, but it should be significantly less. Um, and then thus overall improving the experience. Gotcha. So obviously you guys are having a tournament uh, just looking at some notes that we hear, uh, you know, it's sort of like a tournament for players for, by players as well. Um, you know, and you've got the positivity that I saw. I mean, 
how has it been from you guys, I guess maybe designing it? How has that been for you guys as far as like just being said, hey, this is what you're doing like previous years. Uh, how has that process been? Has it been sort of like the right. maps? Did Actually, you guys run into a little bit more, you know, resistance than you thought or has it been all just well, easy? Well, we already had the, we already had the, um, pretty much all the systems set up from the previous player run tournaments and the platform that is the MWO comp discord that we've sort of created. So all the systems are already there for us to use and the contacts of you know, the community and in the comp community and team leads and such. So that was, that was nice to have. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, it's been a positive experience. Definitely. It's quite nice, you know, getting the feedback and thing. I suppose the one thing that, that was a little bit of an issue that made it a bit more difficult than it could have been was just the time frame. Um, the decision for there to be no worlds essentially, and for us to take over that was wasn't very too short. long ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a very short time frame. So eight, we eight had weeks to really, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, less, we haven't even had this yeah. very long. <laughs> and we've um, we've had to really, I suppose, if we'd had a, even just an extra month or two, we would have yeah. had a lot more, a lot more pacing, a lot more time, you know. But so we we did have to rush, which was a bit unfortunate. But apart from that, it's, it's been quite good. And um, I mean, even with MOR. Which was the tournament? You know, we've mentioned a few times that we ran earlier in the year. Um, we've we did put a lot of like team leader essential votes for the rules and changes and things people would like to see. So having that feedback loop is um is very that's important been, to us. That's been all teams too. It's not just like oh the top three teams have done everything. We've had like the, no, the, the mid sort of every, every teams, team the, 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 the teams in, in there. Yeah. yeah, everyone's collectively the 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 rules literally where we've ended up is a culmination of all the teams giving feedback. Um, and sometimes as admins, we've had to make calls on a couple of things, well, probably three or four things here or there. Most of them are basically minor. Like It's like, well, that's just how it's going to work because we think it's going to work the best. That's it. And everyone's just like, yeah, cool, sweet, no worries. Like overall, the team leaders have all said the feedback so far has pretty much unanimously said, yep, yeah, we're pretty pretty damn happy with where this is at. We think it's going to be a great tournament. Wait, oh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Well, hopefully perfect, probably not, but I'm sure we'll come hey, across it, a few speed I mean, bumps, but Yeah, I mean, but that, that's how it's it's got to be, I mean, right? And, yeah. and at the end of the day, uh, so you guys have seen, you know, I, I saw some notes that 2019 has been a little bit different for your comp scene. You've seen, obviously, you have a lot of people in Discord, so obviously the comp scene is still strong, especially, you know, teams are, what, 8 to 12 people or whatever what do you why is that is it because of the the camaraderie is it i mean is it because of just the nature of the beast people wanting something more than just pug play i mean is it a combination of a few few things like one it is yeah coordinated a bit more organized play against people of the same skill i mean there's no there's no matchmaker in group q so you might come against the div a group of pilots you know say my my career are dropping in group q with six of us this is 12 zero roles, you know, yeah. like it's hard to match two levels of teams. Whereas in comp settings, you know, if you're at a div D or a div E level or whatever, you know, super casual, you just want to go around shoot some mechs, be a bit more organized and play against that like, like, you know, like for skill level, you can. And the games are, like I said earlier, the games are pretty damn bloody close in the lower divisions. Like they're always six, eight, you know, if it's an eight V eight, it's always like, you know, eight, eight, six, there's no eight zero stomps. Very rare that that kind of happens. So yeah. Um, and again, it is units, you know, units go through training. There's like yeah. the camaraderie, you know, a lot of units in MWO have been around for 15 years for the other MechWarrior games, you know, yeah. like they've all, all these guys have known each other for very, 
very long time. It's not just because of MWO. They get to play together. Um, and you get some prizes at the end too, right? So that's always cool. MC, mechs, mech bays, seabulls, all that sort yeah. of stuff. I mean, who doesn't like MC? I mean, you know, I sort of yeah. uh, <laughs> right. I look at it sort of like all sports, but um, I, I look at the top teams. It's from top to bottom. It's who makes less mistakes and then how do you best capitalize on the enemy team's mistakes, right? And I'm assuming what you're meaning by like the matches ending in like, you know, seven, eight and stuff like that is because the teams with less experience are potentially making more mistakes, which makes the matches more enjoyable because you don't know who, who or what's going to happen. Whereas at the top level, I, I remember sitting last year with Jay-Z, he was calling the matches right next to me and knew exactly what was going to happen. Like two or three steps. He was like, watch this. Oh, he's about, and I was just like, Jesus, like, because one little mistake and boom, boom, boom. And one team wins. Like, yep. so do you, what do you enjoy more? Like, do you like watching those just like cutthroat, like one mistake matches or do you, do you prefer the, the close, the close calls? Both. I like, I mean, yeah, I think both. They're both got nice, yeah. nice aspects. And yeah. I mean, I've casted all lot of low skill to high school games. And sometimes some of the stuff that the, the, the high school teams and players pull off is just, you look at it and go, you know, that's, that's why they're there. That's why they're yeah. that good. And then some of the low, lower skill teams, like you see these epic clutches that you wouldn't think it's going to happen. You know, there's yeah. been multiple things where I'm just sitting there just dumbfounded at what's happened. And you talk to the teams afterwards, you know, they could do a bit of an interview after the matches and stuff. And they're just, they're just high. And it's like, they're high. They're just ecstatic. They're like, yeah. shit, that was the best fun. That was yeah. so awesome. Epic clutches from such and such a player. You know, we made a lot of mistakes and then something just fell our way by chance almost. And they just enjoy it, man. And that makes what we do as admins and the whole support crew also enjoy it too, is seeing how much fun all these other guys are having yeah. like i love that i love that man like everyone's like man there was sick games thanks for organizing it i'm happy to do it yeah it's great like yeah so one thing um i need to ask arty artillery yes no <laughs> is there a limit yep. can't control it so okay. there's no way to control it in a lobby and there's no way to police it so you have to allow it unfortunately so you know, maybe someone out there, we, we've recently had uh, some of the older maps come back and it sort of reminded me why we have artillery and airstrikes and why at the time Old Forest Colony, the tower, I mean, people used to be able to sit up there and just dominate and you couldn't force them off. Sort of like what you guys were saying, I guess, with the approach like Crimson. I mean, there's no way to approach on that. But uh, Artie and, and uh, airstrikes, there's a reason why they're in the game. Uh, can you explain their usage maybe to someone who just doesn't understand like it just seems like there's like jesus there's like 24 airstrikes happening in like a you know quick play match more often than not in a in a, in a comp level there's a reason why so many people have them right yep you want to do that one crazy yeah that's fine yeah. um well obviously <laughs> strikes in particular needed on some maps the same sort of a similar reason to why we use conquest so teams actually have a reason to move and do something some maps even that are quite balanced you know teams in the past in the very far past years and years ago when there used to be only skirmish in comp would find a nice hill that's got a very dominant position and sit on it and they go mm -hmm. well, why do we have to move what's the point um 
we've got a good position, let's not move, let's just stay here. So there's two parts to that now. Conquest, obviously you need to get the caps. And then to make sure, so teams still can't, you know, find a way to essentially find that dominant position to sit on it, we now have strikes. So if a mech is completely stationary sitting behind the same rock, which is really good for that particular mech, they're going to get punished because they're going to get hit strike after strike. So they're going to have to move. So it creates a bit more of a dynamic sort of playing field, which is, I think, um, definitely much more exciting to watch than someone, you know, trading you know, large lasers behind a rock for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Most Having definitely. a bit more movement and sort of things going on, it's definitely it's better for the viewers. And I think in the long run, despite some players not not enjoying it as much, it's I think it's better for the comp and the game overall to have more of a at least some movement. If not, if not having to you know run around all the time, there's at least have to be some movement or consideration for staying in the same spot, staying stagnant. So I do have a question. This this obviously I don't know. This is more of a hypothetical. Um, is there weapon systems in particular that you guys would like see to see buffed or debuffed right now? Weapon system. Dude, you're going to open Pandora's box. I'm, I'm just saying, hours. let's just say, let's just say, is there, is there like three, like obviously small pulse or something like that? Are, are those things that you, you guys would be interested in seeing uh, buffed? Or is there anything that's in sphere, small, too strong? Small pulse lasers need to be buffed. Okay. They're, and small pulse as well. They all need attention, man. Yeah. They yeah. Just... Clan small pulse are almost there, I feel, because they have buffed them a few times in a row, but they're not quite. Mm. Um, like, I mean, dominant lights are still, you'll see the dominant lights are still either... You know, like a piranha with boating machine guns or yep. a piranha boating micros um, or like a, a wolfhound for instance with medium pulse yep there's very few mechs that run small pulse successfully or like as a main weapon system or small lasers um, or even these days SRMs are pretty in like an 8v8 situation SRMs aren't utilized I suppose as much as they could be but that's it's quite hard to balance SRMs I find um, is there is there any weapon system Oh, go ahead. The um, PPC Gorse, adding their Ghost Heat onto that. It was already a high-skilled weapon. Um, I, I think that was a bit yeah, overboard. Yeah, bring that, bring that back, man. Two, uh, two Gauss. Oh, sorry, two pigs, one Gauss. Stop. Yeah. That doesn't need to be nerfed. But anyway. If, if you uh, box, spend a lot of open. time learning <laughs> yes. how, to, how to use that weapon, you know, it's you probably a lot rewarded. of conflicting opinions too, I'd say. So, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I've actually asked uh, people when we were at the tournament about, uh, tourney about it. Um, so let me ask you a question. Do you think it would be okay? Let, let's let's just go down that just for like a, a you know an alley or two. Peep gas, does it benefit? Well, I guess in this case, you're going to be taking whatever the best max are, anyways. There's no restrictions or whatever. But I guess for, because it's not like you're trying to force IS or clan or whatever. But is there any drawbacks from a gameplay perspective if you were to do peep gas back again? Well, you look at it right now, UX uh, extremely strong right now because there's nothing to keep their heads down, and that is Gauss Peeps, right? So lasers now are pretty, in a lot of ways, yeah. since the heat changes can be very situational as to mid-range lasers at least, but DACA is, is super strong right now. Like, well, tra I mean, traditional clan laser vomit right now is pretty weak. Yeah. It yeah. was the strongest thing in the game not too long For ago. For a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. to be fair, it was, it was strong. Like... Uh, so oh, when yeah. I, 
Yeah. You know, if it's, one thing, it, something else comes up. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what's always right. going to happen. I just think the, the Gauss Peeps thing is still, it doesn't need to be there. I mean, more so for the IS mechs as well. I mean, IS ER Peeps are just so damn hot. Like, you've even seen some of the HSL quirks come in now um, to let you do that. But it's still not enough. Like, a lot of IS mechs are just too hot. In Innisfear ER Peeps are, like, only useful at the moment on the fringiest of fringe mechs yep. when they've got super quirks mega quirks mega yeah, like, mega quirk yeah all that like otherwise so they're, they're definitely a weapon system that needs buffing in the yeah. sphere ER PPCs in well, some I mean, way they're just yeah when, when I think about like clan uh, or gas peep comebacks first thing that pops in my head is like death strike does that just you know decimate out there is there anything because no because you only do two and one you don't do yeah that's right two gas two peeps that's that's flat no right that's too right. much that's PP. that's overpowered so you're no, saying just be able to fire yeah. okay so you're saying like timby you're saying like timby level dual peep gas yeah or, i mean you know really a 75 ton mech with just you know two because, gas and a peeps is that real timbles let, let's be honest it's it's pretty it's a pretty bad mech does it doing that allowing that build on that mech suddenly make it overpowered or formidable? No. Does it make it give it an, an option for you to do something? Hell yes! It gives you another flavor, another way to play the mech all of a sudden. Yeah. So why well, not bring it so back? So let's let's talk about like HSL. HSL. Do you think that just needs to be a little bit more prevalent in some mechs? The ability to have that because it, that still allows them to control that. Like there may be a mech or two out there. Let's let, let's just for argument's yeah, sake it, it's too too powerful you know if if it was to have that as far as the balance uh well, look, at, look at king crab two ac20s right why, why can you run two dual heavy gauss that has high velocity more damage but you can't use two ac20s which is less yeah. damage and like half the velocity i, yeah. I, I just I don't the, understand the hsl quirks are excellent I don't get yeah and i think yeah, i, like I think, I really I think like more mechs need need to have them and yep. at the moment, they've only really done law mix, and I know it does sort of open a a lot of different avenues up that PGI might not want to open up if they yeah. do non-law builds. But I think a few of like struggling struggling chassis could be could be buffed quite nicely by having a HSL and actually be a C use. Yeah. Oh, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with the peep gas. It could be other stuff as well. What we were talking oh, about. Oh yeah, well, no, any, anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the the Hunchback Two C getting the UAC. I mean, I know that's not going to be seen probably on the comp level side, but the idea that that opens at least. Oh, no, people uh, ran it last season. Yeah, like yeah. Some of yeah, the mid teams ran it, man. Yeah, they, yeah, they loved it. It wasn't right. a great mech, but they still ran it. They ran right. it. Why not, right? <laughs> it, it was seen. It was definitely yeah, seen. We least. saw a lot of them actually. Quite a few. Yeah. yeah. All right. So and you'd um, see them shut down about three seconds later. <laughs> All right, so obviously Peep Goss, I know that's always a, an interesting one. Um, small pulse or small lasers, you said. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk quickly about, uh, you know, again, while we're here, um, missiles, ATMs, uh, direct fire, uh, you know, LRMs. Are we oh. all, are we just gonna see uh, oh. ATM thirty six Vapor Eagles with tag? Is that is that what? I don't, I don't, we're gonna, I don't know if we want to if we want to get too into it. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I guess <laughs> what turned into a weapon balance podcast. No, no, no. But, that's um... that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, look, hey, we're here. We're just talking about. Do, do you have concerns about any weapons overperforming right now? Uh, personally, I don't. Not massively. I mean, look, balance is never perfect in any game necessarily right there's always little tweaks and and, and and things you could do balance right now overall isn't incredibly bad um i think 
balance is, you know, over the last couple of years has been questionable in a lot of areas, but it's not too bad now. Um, overall, as a general issue, um, lock-on weapons for the mid to low school users got nerfed with that whole change for the lock-on reticule and stuff. Like high school users weren't affected by that. That hurt the lower end of the player base when it was meant to not. You know, I, I, I don't really understand. Yeah. I actually spoke to Chris at length about yeah, this yeah. too, so I don't yeah, really the, get the target that. reticule needing to be yeah. like yeah, the target end. market yeah, yeah. for the change yeah. was hurt, not buffed. You know, like high school yeah. users got a buff out of that. Low school users didn't, so I don't get why it, it happened at all. Because all it did yeah, was, was make uh, the super casual guys super angry because <laughs> I yeah. can't get but, locks anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised on some of the maps if you see some teams. I won't use the word trolling for it, but um, having having a lot of fun running a, a Narc LRM drop deck. Yeah, it's gonna happen for sure. <laughs> for like it's 10, gonna happen. Instance, well, it, it's and gonna it, happen, and, and it I, could be. And it, it's very hard to balance that because it's either completely useless and you get and you get it's a like, single destroyed. strategy right or, it's gonna work eight zero them and yeah. you just destroy their entire team yeah well <laughs> I, you're like gonna I, get eight zero or they're gonna eight zero you yeah, yeah, yeah. i think this not, is a it's a nothing. it's a valid just sort of tangent that to go off just because uh you know one of the things is because of your tournament format a a change that goes in you guys have to adapt and i feel like that could be unique you know chris maybe is like hey you know you guys are right uh, or, hey, we want to make a change or whatever, and it's going to affect you. So if anything, just some communication and like, why is this good? Why does this need this or whatever? So, Dude, if you know. Gauss Peeps changes, I'm telling you midway through the comp season, say middle of October or something, people are going to lose their minds. <laughs> I'm telling you. The community right. is just going to lose their but mind. It's going to be both good and bad though. <laughs> so yeah. Everyone's yeah, not everybody. going to rejoice. In a good yeah. way. No, I don't mean a bad way. I mean in a good yeah. way. It's going to be great. Yeah. Do it. Hurry up. There'll um, be a lot of drama. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, drama, man. <laughs> so getting back on topic, uh, format. Um, and again, for anybody that's listening, uh, you will be able to find all this information. We have a website for you. And of course you can join the Discord. Again, we'll have all this information in the description um, below the video on YouTube. Um, you guys are keeping the 8v8. Um, obviously, it's Conquest. Uh, the match format is best out of three. Is that correct? Well, Comp Q uh, is just one-off games. Yep. And then it and then it progresses once you have the playoffs to best of three, and then the finals are best of five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Following on very similar to past years. Similar. Yeah. The change it from last year is that the semifinals are now top 18 instead of top 12, and um, the grand finals, we're going to have like the, the Masters, which is the top four teams playing off, and a Minors, which is the uh, next four teams playing off. So just give yeah, everyone a bit very more time to have last fun. Year. It's, yeah, it's not just yeah, the top yeah. three. So we've got basically top eight, essentially, majors and minors. So that's a lot more games, a lot more opportunity for the standings and placing. So basically, in previous years, when CompQ was done, if you weren't there, you know, and you went through to the, the semis and you got knocked out, that was it. You were done in like October, I think, well, yeah. maybe. And then it was just the top three teams then that waited three months to go to Metcon or whatever, two yeah. months. Now there's actually like eight teams that are still going. Um, so it's a little bit longer, I guess. Um, but some of those teams are also going to be invitational qualifiers as well. So there is less games for some of those teams if they don't go through the comp queue. But well, I mean, majors and minors, minors, a very different approach. I think it's going to be top 18. It's going to be great. Like more teams involved. That's what we're after. More yeah. teams involved. Well, well, and I mean, with, with this format, there's um, a lot more scope for, for prizes along yeah. the teams as well. So there's, there's a scaling sort of a set of prizes essentially from, you know, first all the way down, of course, to, to however many teams join up. 
at the top 18 there'll be there'll be a lot more people will receive prizes as opposed to more like last year's where a few people got a lot of prizes gotcha all right so i, I just saw a question in chat and i think this is sort of relevant to uh participation like do you guys have enough teams or do you do you feel like you're gonna have enough teams or how do people get involved and of course i think we covered the why like you'd want to get involved um but uh, let's just say i've got a team out there how do i find out more information do i need to register do i need to sign up like how do how does this all work so for that kind of team that you're talking about um they will need to sign up join in CompCube, basically form an eight minimum eight man team um up to 12 which is your roster limit as we sort of went through before um get in play your matches um qualify i think it's 20 matches for prizes yep, yep. yeah 20 matches and then you get um where are the prizes i should probably have a bit of a look at that in a minute um and then yeah qualify for your matches also join the um mwo comp discord um that's where all of the discussion is going so if you do have questions and uh, and the comp players will help too like the top teams even mid-tier teams there people will freely give spreadsheets out so you can plan your drops so you know who's bringing what mech yeah how much you know you record details like the community in that way is super bloody awesome like there's a number of guys that have their own spreadsheets that will freely give it to you so you can run your own team design it do it all and basically someone's already done all the groundwork and it does all the formulas it's got all the mechs in drop down boxes all this cool shit like it's some of the spreadsheets yeah. these people there's, make there's some is good phenomenal. there's some good resources out there that a community yep. made that it, we're willing to everyone's willing to share around it's nice um, in terms of the actual too. comp queue itself I, I definitely encourage you to join the mwo comp discord and everything and get involved with that side of the community but if you don't want to for the comp queue itself you don't have to you can just yeah. form a team i mean you still have to have eight people at least you can just form a team in game you can play your 20 matches and you don't have to if you don't want to you don't have to be involved with anything else essentially gotcha. and that will give you your rewards unless of course your team manages to qualify in the top 18, in which case the teams who are in the top 18 will need to jump on our Discord because that's where we'll be organizing all those matches. Once you're in the top 18 and the playoffs is happening after CompQ, that's when all the matches take place in private lobbies. So there will need to be communication there, of course. And let's, let's just say you've got someone that doesn't have a team. Obviously, Discord's still a great place for them, right? Because they can be recruited there and, and yep. obviously you have access yes. to all the teams. Yep, that's exactly yep. right. We've got a we've got a um, a channel, a text channel in our MW Comp Discord, which is essentially you know player recruitment. So players can type there, "I'm interested in a team," or you know, "I'd like to form a team. I'm looking for parts." And so it's an excellent way to sort of pick up parts or pick up a team if you're just by yourself and you want to get involved. All also, right. the forums too. There is a section on the forums under competitive play, which is a sub forum that's been there for about eighteen months. Um, teams and players do post in there as well. So there's two avenues um, to do that, and obviously any in-game chat window, <laughs> your units, subunits, friends, friend lists. You can use all that stuff to form a team as well. Um, and yeah, like I said, top top eighteen or higher. Yeah, you're going to need to be on our Discord for for those playoffs and organization and. And all that sort of stuff all right and so if someone wants to obviously support there's different levels of support right i mean you can watch the games when they're happening be active in chat or just lurk you know it's cool um 
we talked about the Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash MWO leagues. Uh, you guys can sub there. Uh, where does that money go? Uh, is that something that contributes to this or is that just helping pay for like artists and stuff like that? Uh, 100% of the, uh, 100% of the money is, will be donated to the prize pool. Uh, we'll only take anything out that covers our costs, uh, which is not much at all. And we've been paying for it anyway. So anything for this comp will, um, hundred percent go towards the prize pool. And the prize um, pool, you guys, uh, you'll have a link. Is there a link over at MWO Leagues? Um, I saw something in chat. I wasn't sure if that was it. Yeah, so the prize pool um, was up to $786 at the moment. Okay. Um, in there, we've also got some community um, marketplace items for sale. Uh, one is like an hour with uh, Darren from NG, NGNG. Uh, he'll just pretty much play on stream with you or have a one we've on with you, do whatever you want. Um, okay. MP's not do whatever you train. want with this <laughs> there, right? No, that's that's what he said. It's on the internet now. That's and I quote, do whatever Yeah, you want. do whatever you want to that beard. Um, on, I want you to wear a tutu on stream. Right. <laughs> it, it's pretty funny if you might do it, you know, you never know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> MP's offering some one on one training with their teams or players, so um, just some things we can give back to the people that donate. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd just like to thank especially PGI and NG and G because they've been giving some some free stuff away that we can give to the viewers and the uh, people supporting. So that's always great. Hey, you guys are doing all the work, man. It's easy to support. You guys just tell us what you need. And like I said, it's that's that's what we're trying to do for you guys is get obviously the word out there because I I guarantee there are people that didn't know that there was a tournament and hopefully this reaches some ears and maybe some eyes. Um, so you There's guys... also other packages too, right, that you can purchase. Um, and it's all on Matcharino. Um, there'll be more details coming in a forum post um, on the forums and stuff, uh, I think from Tina or something in a couple of days. Uh, but you can even purchase a, some one-on-one -on -one training, go in the draw to win. Um, I know some of our EMP guys, we're happy to put on um, a few pilots just to help train other guys. So, you know, you can contribute $20 towards that. Um, and then you go in the chance to win a draw with that. Um, We've also put up an option, it hasn't appeared yet, but um, for team training. So say you want to get your unit together, right? And you want to get some training. Well, you know, we're, we're, EMP are going to happily donate like three or four hours of guys sort of time to come and help train your unit and gotcha. give pointers and whatever and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, you guys can all throw in five bucks each and then go in the draw to win, you know, the training session with the pros and stuff. So Gotcha. I think uh, someone said in chat actually says... Uh... So basically you get to train Darren, which I think is appropriate. I think that's uh, <laughs> shots fired. Um, oh, all right. So uh, you guys mentioned, you know, hey, to, you can participate in the comp queue and you don't even have to register if you don't want to. You don't have to go that route if you don't want to. And you can still get the prizes and prizes are going to be in game. And uh, can yep. we talk about the prizes? Uh, yep. What are they people going to get? And, you know, how many matches do they have to play? Okay, we so just, just finalised that this um, like pretty much today. Yeah. So essentially, the the participation um, requires twenty matches in comp queue. That's uh, follows on from previous years. If you do your twenty matches, even if you lose twenty matches, it doesn't matter. You will receive uh, five mech bays, seven thousand MC, three million C bills, and. 273 GSP, which is enough to fully skill out three mechs. All right. And colors too. 7,000 MC for... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's actually, that, yeah. those, those prizes have gone up a bit from 
from last year, which is yeah. nice, the participation prizes. And then they um, they scale up depending on how well your your particular team places. Uh, okay. Yeah, and... what was that? Were there some colours too? Yeah, black, think, yeah. Uh, black, white and orange colours. I don't know what the nomin- like description one? of what they are exactly, but there's some colours in there as well. So, yeah. It's just yeah. the and... colours of our logo for the competition. So, gotcha. Um, yeah. And if you get to top 30... Um, you can add on to the original, the, the top 500. You get to the top 30. There's two more mech bays, another 1,000 MC, 2 million C-bills, another 182 GSP, um, and some in-game titles as well, I believe, that says top 30 um, above your mech, like when you're walking around. So that's pretty cool, actually. That's not been a thing in the past, so that's pretty awesome. Um, and then sort of moving into top 18, and I won't go much further than that, um, you get a collector's pack on top of the five mech bays, you get another additional 5k MC, an additional 3 million C-bills, another 270 GSP, and more titles and stuff as well. So, PJ, I've been pretty generous with the prizes this time around. And, I mean, if you look at, say, an event that might take you in quick play 100 games to grind out or 50 games to grind out, you can get all this, which is probably 10 times, 20 times the rewards, for 20 games. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, So, if someone is listening right now, and they're like, you know, I like what you guys are doing. I would like to help either contribute. Uh, obviously, we talked about, you know, the your uh, Matcherino. Uh, but maybe there's someone out there that's like, I want to sponsor you guys somehow, way, shape, or form. What's the best way to contact you? Is it on Discord or is it through an email, website? What's the best way if someone's like, hey, I just want to... Get everywhere <laughs> everywhere all the things uh, do they discord is always the best one discord uh, more okay. responsive on discord okay uh if not just post on the forums or the reddit or uh yeah send us a message on twitch of course we will have that discord again link in the description yeah below the video um maybe someone will sponsor you with i don't know i don't know um nutella for oh, look, there is, or something and even if there is sponsors out there or someone knows a company that would be interested in sponsoring it we do have a sponsor proposal um you know you can have your branding on it you know you know tournaments support sponsored by whatever and that will be throughout the tournament um there will be a little bit of ads here and there during all the casts um promotions all that sort of stuff so if you do have a brand or a business that is so, looking uh for something like that Please uh, let me know um, on Discord or let one of the other guys know. Um, we'll get in touch touch with you uh, and get back to you with the sponsor package um, and all the options there. We are talking to people from NVIDIA and Razer and stuff like that, I believe. So um, hopefully we have a bit better prize pool. But yeah, if you do have something that you'd like to support with, um, hit, hit me up. Like, there's a dozen different options and ideas that I can go through all that with you. No worries. Uh, so um, you, you, you were speaking about doing commentary? Uh, oh, yeah. So who Dude, we have do, do we have so a list? Many... Do we have a quite a few so commentators much. this year? All right, so yeah, so Bandit's coming back. Okay, um, I think MDM might be coming back. If not, it'll be me and Bandit. Uh, we'll team up. He's gonna have to put up with me. Good luck getting a word in then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've got a we've got I mean, we've got a like a massive like Live said earlier we've got a massive support crew um, yeah. within the team. So a lot of our more seasoned casters. Uh, Myself, uh, we've got Curlon's going to be helping out with a lot of the tech stuff. He's awesome doing all of our um, Twitch overlays and stuff in the background. Bands going to be around casting. Um, might might be seeing the Saruman and Poster team come back. And we were, we're talking about that with them at the moment. Um, but we'll work on that. Semis... That's, a, that's a work in progress. Can we, um, progress. can we? Can we? We should do uh, on that Marantino like a goal where if we meet that goal, Ash has to wear a tutu 
for casting. <laughs> I think that would probably we, be we met. We can do that. We can I, that sounds good. That. I think that. Right onto it. All right, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. That, trouble. that was a good idea. I mean, I, yeah, it's, nice. it's like it just came to me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you just came to you, right? It's probably <laughs> in the background. What are you doing? Get stuffed. I'm going to kill you. you know? Yeah, And then Tiara. Yes, of course. Because these are. We're, I mean, we're going to. We're going to stream as much of the invitationals, the semis and finals um, as we can. In the previous sort of worlds, some of the streaming has been a bit limited and stuff, but we're going to try and do more this year. Um, okay. I'm not playing at all this year, not doing any matches. I'm just going to be casting flat out as much as I can with work and get the other guys within the team in there. So we should have some nights, hopefully two or three streams running at once um, when we're doing some of the invitationals and matches and yeah get it out there so everyone can tune in i mean we're averaging like 150 to 200 viewers every time we stream a comp match so it's pretty good all right and of course all of this will be broadcasted on the twitch channels um updates you guys will be working with the incoming missile podcast guys um you're going to be obviously advertised on the mw website uh of course the community discord that you guys have created and mwcomp.com as well for anybody that needs any of that information um I'm excited, man. I, I like watching the play. I Again, I'm, I'm not that good, but it, you can appreciate someone that is. Um, and uh, like I said, for the past you few You should years, have played I, with your team last season in more, man. But anyway, we'll, the, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, they, 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 they did well, right? Uh, my, they did um, very well, yeah, man. They did they, very well, yeah, actually. They, Dark Horse, to be honest. They did Dark really Horse. well. Yeah. 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 They're all my, all my uh, fanboys. That's, that's what they were labeled, I think, at first. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, DSAG did uh, really well. I was proud of him. They did very well, mate. Very well. Um, and right, that's, it, that's it too, right? There's often Dark Horse teams that come out of nowhere. Like even just the last 3v3 tournament, um, uh, Comstar Postal Service made it to the finals. They knocked out some of the very high-end teams, you know? Like yeah. just where do these guys come from? You know, they're like a semi-new unit, especially yeah. to comp, you know? So there are a lot of Dark Horse teams that can come out and... Okay, you might not take out the grand prize, but you might well get in the top 18 and earn yourself some sweet loot. Like, yeah. no dramas. Well, it's I mean, easily to be done. And I think it's really cool how you guys have programmed it with removing basically the top guys too because that was... I, I remember last year, in the previous year, just it was very demoralizing for a lot of teams. And I feel like another thing too is with the positivity you guys have had and, and uh, sharing builds. Like, like I remember, I remember last year someone was, I don't know who it was, but basically they're complaining saying like, uh, the, the mech lab is, you know, uh, the fits were the most important. I'm like, everyone knows the fits. The, the difference is, is how, you know, again, whether you, you make mistakes or not, but someone may not know the fits if they're brand new to comp and you guys willingness to share all that, you know, again, they'll give all the secrets out. The difference is the execution. And that's what sets separates the top hmm. guys from the bottom guys. And so that's been a, for me looking at it from the outside perspective, I mean, that's really cool. I mean, like you guys should pat yourself on the back. Like that's something, you know, I, I'm glad we're, we're, we're at that point and you guys have been just, you know, represented last so. year. I think I was helping six teams out at one point, right? like in the comp leagues. And I think even worlds last year, I said to my team, I said, Hey, look, I'm going to be helping these, this, and these, you guys, you know, any issues speak up, you know, I said, I won't obviously talk about our strats or plan their strats, but I'll just sort of, poke holes in their strats and maybe suggest some mechs here and there. Everyone's like, yeah, do whatever you want. Like that's, that's, that's sweet. You know, like the, the competitive teams and units, especially at the high end, are super damn helpful. No one is going to shut you out. Like 
No, yeah. no, one, no one I know does that. I yeah. just don't know anyone that would say, no, we're not going to help you if you reach out and say, hey, yeah. look, I want some help. I've yeah. helped plenty of teams, man. No worries. And they're all super thankful and they love it. You know, I do training sessions and stuff now and again, not, not much lately because I'm just too busy with work, but everyone wants to help, man. Like it's yeah. for the betterment of the community, right? Yeah. It's pretty and, simple. You know, speaking of which, I, I think, you know, on as we're closing out here, I think it's really important to where you, you have nothing to lose. If, if you like the game and, and you want just maybe a little bit more than the, the you know, the group queue, uh, just to get your feet wet and, or maybe you want to go dive in. Uh, either or, I think there's there's room for everybody and uh, all skill levels. You don't have to be at the top. Enjoy your time. And of course, prizes are always good. And again, the amount of time you're going to have to invest compared to like, some of the events we have maybe on a weekend or a week, uh, probably a pretty lot low. less, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, go in there with a, a cool attitude. And of course, you never know, you you might surprise yourself or surprise, you know, other people too. But so there's a lot of units out there, right? Like I see on some of the Facebook page and stuff that, you know, they organize drop nights and they're just super casual units, right? Why wouldn't you then jump your team rather than just do an eight or a 12 man in quick play? Why wouldn't you then go and do it in, in the comp queue? win some, lose some, but walk away with anywhere between five and 10K MC, 10 million C-bills, you know, enough skill points to skill out half a dozen mechs. Right. Why, literally, why not? What, what argument is against that? I can't, yeah. I can't see one right now. Yeah. The way we've structured it, at least. No, right I now. mean, totally makes sense. I, I 100% agree. Um, why not? I'm looking forward to this. Uh, you know, of course, like I said, that the comp, you guys mentioned that starts... The scene opens up, getting your teams formed up, and it's going to be kicking off soon. Um, look forward to sitting down again with you guys and maybe do, doing a recap of like, hey, you know, we're midway through the season. You know, what are some surprises or stuff like that? But I uh, just want to say thank you, Ash, especially uh, being on the other side of the world and making this work <laughs> and uh, crass. And right, everybody is live. Is through, oh, well, Chris is kind of not now. No, he's he's on my he's on mine. Yeah, yeah, he's he's on my uh, time zone. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, so while we close out here, any, uh, shout outs or last things, have we forgotten anything? I uh, don't want to miss, um, we did, hold on. Did we cover the one thing you guys were talking about, which was the, yeah, I think we did. Okay. The half. Okay. We did. I just wanted to make sure, uh, the teams that were, okay. I think we're good. Yeah. Any, uh, last, last yeah, words, been, anything want to get involved. Hit up the Discord, um, get on the links. If you're having trouble, just sing out one of the admins or another team or team leader or someone will help you out if you need some help setting up, getting involved, player recruitment, all that stuff. Like it's it's a pretty damn good community. It, re it really is. Like MechWarrior and especially the comp community is just kick ass. It's so good. Yeah, it's been very positive this year. It's nice to see. Yep. Super positive. working so well. Yeah. And we've worked hard to like make sure that that sort of atmosphere is around as yeah. well. Yeah, most so it definitely. Yeah, it's it's been a an ongoing sort of point that we have worked on to make sure the the scene is positive and everyone's very helpful and it's inviting to new players and such. Yeah, and we'll be getting past years. You know, a few years back, it, it wasn't like that, but you know, we're running things our way, and that's I don't know. Australian way, it's a bit different. <laughs> we're, I, and, we're a bit more all-encompassing. <laughs> and it's work. It's, it's working, right? I mean, you guys yeah. have had good numbers this past year, and I again, thirty-five teams, I think, in the comps. That's proof is in the yeah, proof is in the pudding, man. You know, population going down. I mean, I mean you know, it, there's no there's no denying that population dropped off. Everyone knows it, but the comp is still relatively strong. The teams are still relatively there. Like we really haven't lost 
many at all over 18 months, which is yeah. incredible. Yeah. Uh, Crass, any uh, last words or, or shout outs or anything like that? Uh, I think we've we've covered it all pretty well. Um, like Ash said, if you want any more information, just just message any of us or jump on the Discord and ask ask any questions you want. There's always someone around willing to help you out with that. Awesome. What about you, Live? Yeah, just um, the big thank out for Tina and Darren in the last eighteen months behind the scenes. They've been really helping, supporting us, uh, and and going out of their way to make sure yep. any questions we have, they come back and do it. Um, or any problems in comp we have, like even Chris has been helping us out. So huge, huge thanks to them. And it's made our work a lot easier with how good they've been. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. I just want to say thank you again for making this podcast possible. Thank you again for putting in the work. Also, thank you to everyone behind the scenes that isn't these guys or that chin. Thank you guys for helping make this happen. Um, and uh, I look forward to seeing this tournament and, uh, you know, what teams involved, what matches come out and, uh, you know, seeing whoever, um, you know, whoever ends, uh, who, who's going to be, that's going to be interesting. That's a podcast. Who's going to be there at the very end, but also too is uh, the enjoyment factor. I think of this tournament is going to be high, I think. And so uh, thank you guys for putting in the hard work and effort. And I, I guarantee, I know it's going to show. So thank you guys, of course. Um, thank you to everyone else that uh, is here watching. Thank you guys. You guys are amazing. Uh, and again, if you need any information as far as this, this uh, tournament, the championship series of 2019, it'll be in the description below. But as we wrap up, I just want to say again, uh, thank you guys. This podcast support uh, is supported by you guys, the viewers. Uh, consider sp supporting us in a variety of ways. You can become a sub. You can check out our Patreon. we got a, a merch store. And of course, if you're going to be shopping on Amazon, use our affiliate link. It doesn't add anything to your cart, but gives us kickbacks when you buy stuff. Uh, and of course, um, Darren, I'm sorry you weren't here. We need, to, we need to get whatever this is with you and Ash. We just need to move past it. All right, it's time to... It's time to move on. It's time to let go. And, um, uh, but yeah, thank you guys. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWarrior podcast signing off for tonight. This is Phil. Until next time, MechWarriors. It'd be best if you avoid me, but I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me. You can feel it on my skin, but there is more with it. Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever